friends, welcome to Anchored in Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored in Always. In today's episode, we will look at what the Bible says about prayer. Why do we pray when God already knows our hearts and desires and the outcome? How do we grow stronger in our faith and closer to God when his answer to our earnest prayer is sometimes a no? I know personally for myself how difficult this topic is and that you too may have experienced anger, confusion, and even deep sadness after you've prayed sincerely for an outcome you knew was a good thing and yet it didn't happen the way you prayed. I've questioned this myself and remember having a conversation with our daughter Hannah after our son Marcus had passed. She had been praying as we had for healing this side of heaven, and she believed that God would heal him 100%. And even on the day that he passed, we had told the kids that he wasn't doing very well that morning and that he may be going home to be with Jesus today. When that time came and he took his last breath, we called the kids over to him and told them that Marcus was with Jesus now. And I remember the look on her face was complete shock. Josh went in to give her a hug, and she pushed him away and said, No, Daddy, he is not dead. He's not even eight years old. Why would God not answer my prayer? And she laid her head on Marcus's lap and sobbed. This moment was so heartbreaking for all of us, and I remember wrestling myself with this question of God's will and prayer. And I truly believe that this is faith. Do we believe he is who he says he is, even if? God's plans are greater than our plans. While we view life through this finite peephole lens, he sees the infinite greater picture. He is the creator and author of our lives, and he knows the plans that he has for us. While it's easy for us to get caught up in this life and seeking comfort in what feels good to us, his primary focus is on our souls and the souls of those that we have a sphere of influence over in our lives. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, it says, Your kingdom come, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When we focus on the sovereignty of God's will, we can trust that ultimately his will is for us and to be with him for eternity, and the fact that he has already given us the miracle with the promise of salvation. When we pray with an expected outcome, though, what we're really saying is, My will be done. And we can fully believe that it will because it may be a very good thing that we're praying for, like our marriage to be restored, or a person that we love to be healed. But that is where faith and trust in in a God greater than ourselves truly comes in. I prayed for my marriage to be healed after an affair almost destroyed it, and then later for my husband to be restored from drug and alcohol addiction and to truly surrender his life fully to the Lord and be able to lead our family in faith. And the answer to those prayers were yes, and they were answered in the way that I had prayed. But it wasn't because I prayed anything special or specific. It wasn't about me 
changing God's will with my prayer. It's not because I tacked in Jesus' name at the end, because I will tell you that I have never prayed harder for anything in the name of Jesus, fully believing he could say the word and heal my seven-year-old son from cancer, believing so much that I would be in tears, on my knees, night after night, storming the gates of heaven with fervent cries and fully expecting that when I opened my eyes, my son would be healed. But he wasn't. It didn't happen like that. He took his last breath on this earth in my arms, despite my prayer. Because my prayer was never intended to change the will of God, but to align my heart so closely with the Spirit, to draw me close to Him and allow me to receive His peace and comfort in my greatest time of need. So as much as I want my son here on this earth with me, I can tell you with all confidence that I trust more in God's plans. And because I cried out to him and prayed, I was able to draw close to him. And I truly believe that he breathed life into Marcus and he healed him in heaven. And he is using his life and death to impact people for the kingdom. And this comforts me. So we may not always understand why. The Bible says, for now we know in part, but one day we shall fully know. I don't know that I want to serve a God that I can fully understand. There are things in my finite, flawed brain that I should just not be able to comprehend. If you are familiar to the story of Job in the Bible, he was a righteous man that God allowed the enemy to destroy his life, take his wealth, his family, and his health. Job cried out to God, Why, O God? In chapter 3, verses 20 through 26, it says, Why is light given to him who is in misery? and life to the bitter in soul, who long for death but it comes not, and dig for it more than for hidden treasures, who rejoice exceedingly and are glad when they find the grave. Why is light given to a man whose way is hidden, whom God has hedged in? For my sighing comes instead of my bread, and my groanings are poured out like water. For the thing that I fear comes upon me, and what I dread befalls me. I'm not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, but trouble comes. That's pretty heartbreaking cries to God. We have probably all come to a place or will come to a place where we don't understand. And like Job, it is okay to lay our complaints at his feet. I talk about the process of lamenting in episode five. So if you haven't listened yet, maybe go back and listen to that episode. But I want you to listen to God's response to Job because it's just so powerful. In chapter 38, verses 4 through 18, God says, And where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me, if you have understanding, who determines its measurements, surely you know, or who stretched the line upon it, on what were its bases sunk, or who laid its cornerstone, when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy, or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst out from the womb, when I made clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band and prescribed limits for it and set bars and doors and said, Thus far shall you come and no further, and here shall your proud waves be stayed. Have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place, that it may take hold of the skirts of the earth and the wicked be shaken out of it? It is changed like clay under the seal and its features stand out like a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, and their uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or walked into the recesses of the deep? 
Have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the gates of the deep darkness? Have you comprehended the expanse of the earth? Declare if you know all of this. I don't know about you guys, but God's words are so humbling, humbling to me right here. Who do I think I am honestly? Why would I think that I know better than a sovereign God? And I love Job's humble response to God in chapters 42, 1 through 6, where he says, Then Job answered the Lord and he said, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who, who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Hear, and I will speak. I will question you, and you will make it known to me. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. This is life this side of heaven. When we pray, the purpose is not to change the will of God, but to align our hearts with his will. And sometimes it's a yes, sometimes it's a no, and often it's a wait on me. But ultimately, it's about choosing to trust in his character, his sovereignty and goodness, even when we don't get the outcome that we prayed for or we don't understand why. So let me leave you with some takeaways for today. One, is there a person or situation that you need to surrender to God today? What steps can you take to trust God in that situation and surrender to his will? And number two, take some time to write down the verses I mentioned in today's episode or others in the Bible that remind you of God's unchanging character. And when you're faced with a trial that has an uncertain outcome, you can remind yourself of his infinite view. And lastly, take some time to go for a walk in nature. Or if you can't walk, just sit in nature and really look around at the beauty of creation and either write down or thank God for being the creator and praise him for his wonderful works, both known and even unknown still to us. Let me pray over you as we close today's episode. Heavenly Father, you are God and we are not. Thank you that you love us enough to hear our prayer and to use it to draw us to yourself. I pray that you would speak to the heart of the listener today that is crying out for something from you and is uncertain of the outcome. I pray that they would seek you above that outcome and that they would draw closer to you for comfort and strength that only you can give them and to grow their faith, whether your answer is yes, no, or wait on me. Help us to see and praise you for all the blessings that you do graciously give us each day and the ultimate gift of salvation and eternity with you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put the group link in the show notes. You can also email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Another way you can do this is to take a quick minute and subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.